0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: The Road of Shadows. Created by Mark R. Healy. A Beyond the Dark production. Season 1. Episode 5. The Prowler.
2: You okay? Okay. No. No, I don't think I'm okay. You haven't said much on the way home.
0: There's not much to say, really, is there? I guess not. (laughs) We went up that mountain to ask a crazy person about some obscure goddamn book, but in the end, I found out my sister is...
2: Listen, Amber... We don't know how accurate Frazier's story might be. He's an unreliable witness at best.
0: He saw her, Daniel. In the flesh.
2: Yeah, but who knows when this was? She spent weeks in Colton. He might have seen her way before her disappearance.
0: And the guy with her, his jacket, do you know what this means? It had P.D. on it. That means the fucking cops are
2: involved. We don't know that for sure.
0: It all fits. You know, I must be so stupid not to have seen this weeks ago. The way Barnes has been trying to run me out of town, smother the investigation. He is
2: in on it. He knows. What proof do we have? Aside from the words of a rambling hermit on the mountain.
0: Are you saying I should just forget this? Whose side are you on, Daniel?
2: I'm saying we need to be careful about our next move.
0: Fuck that. I want to blow the doors right off this whole fucking thing.
2: Then you might end up in a ditch too. <sighs> Think about it, Amber. If the cops really are in on it, and you go marching in there making accusations, they'll do whatever they can to protect themselves. And if they were prepared to kill Jenny and cover up the whole thing, what's to stop them doing the same to you?
0: <sighs> this is so unfair.
2: I know it is, but we have to be smart now. Don't play into their hands.
0: We need more evidence. Right. Maybe... Maybe talk to cops from another jurisdiction. Get them to interview Frasier. He might be able to help narrow down the search area if they go looking for evidence.
2: I'm not an expert on this stuff, but that sounds like a better approach.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Well, we're not going to solve this thing sitting in here. It's late, and I'm beat. I should probably go inside and get some sleep.
2: You going to be alright?
0: I think so. I just need some time to. Um. Well. Good night, Daniel. Night. Daniel? I'm here. What the hell is this? God damn.
2: Look what they did to my room. Someone tossed it, every inch of it. (gasps) They're screwing with me, again. Either that, or they were looking for something.
0: Looking for something. There's practically nothing here apart from my newspaper clippings.
2: Let's take a look.
0: Okay. No, there's nothing gone. They didn't take anything. You're sure? Yes, Daniel. I'm sure.
2: What if they were after this?
0: The book. Are you shitting me?
2: it was checked out under your name, and- Let me get
0: this straight. You think someone went to all the trouble of breaking into my room and trashing my shit just so they could get their hands on a fucking library book? Well... Not everything revolves around your goddamn story, Daniel. Like, I get that you're doing some kind of method acting bullshit to get into character or something, but you're living in a fantasy, and it has to stop.
2: I'm sorry. You're right.
0: So now what? This room looks like a nuke hit it.
2: You can come and stay over in my room, if you like.
0: No, no, no. These bastards are not going to intimidate me. I'm sleeping right
2: here. Should you get in touch with...
0: The police department? Somehow, I don't think they're going to be much help.
2: I was going to say the owner, Hobbs. He could get a cleaner to give you a hand.
0: At this time of night? Ah, forget it. It's fine, Daniel. I'll... I'll cope. You should go.
2: Do you want me to...
0: Go. I'll take care of it.
2: Yeah, okay. See you in the morning.
0: See you in the morning.
3: Daniel. Danny. Wake up, son.
2: Dad? What time is it? It's late, son. But don't worry about that now. I need you to do something for me. What's the matter? Is something wrong? Everything's under control. But I need you to take the phone and call 911 for me. I don't understand. I saw someone hanging around down the street just before I came to bed. I thought it was nothing, but then I heard a noise coming from downstairs. I think we've got a prowler in the house. Dad, I'm. I'm scared. It's okay, Danny. Everything's under control. I'm gonna head down there and scare him off. Dad, no! You stay here and call for help, okay? Why don't you stay here too? I've got this under control. Just make the call. I'll be back soon. <sighs> <sighs>
3: Hello?
1: Yes. I'd like to report a (sighs) break-in. Yes, the location of my emergency is 25 Maple Street. Dad?
3: Dad! Dad! (laughs) Daddy! The front door! Run! I can't! Hold up, Dad! Go! Dad! Help! He's got my leg, Dad! Dad, help! Dad! Dad! Dad. Oh, fuck!
2: I've lost count of the number of times I've relived that night. When I was younger, I figured that the sense of dread that accompanied the memory would eventually go away, that I'd get used to it somehow and outgrow my fear. But I never have. I toss and turn for a while, but it's never easy finding sleep after the dream. In the end, I give up and move to the edge of the window and stare out into the darkness as I wait till dawn. In the morning, I stop by to check on Amber. She's still sleeping soundly and everything seems peaceful, so I leave her and make my own way to Pete's office.
1: Hey! How you doing, man? Ready to get to it? Hey, I'm good.
2: Pete's not around, so I get in the truck with Reynolds and we head out to the new work site. It's a long day and the breaks are far and few between. Before I know it, the sun has dipped below the mountains, and we're back at the office to unload the tools.
1: Saw you using that axe a lot. You like it, huh?
2: I guess. I like the grip, the way it feels in my hand.
1: Sheesh, man! You're not going to start dry-humping it, are you? (laughs) Just toss it over there with the other tools. Then you can help me get this shit up in the office, huh? over here. Turn that light on. Can't see a thing in here. Got it. Yeah, that's good. Ugh. Ugh. Days go fast in this job, huh? What are you up to tonight? No plans, really. Hey, what did the cops say about the break-in? They gonna do anything? Huh? You said over lunch that there was a break-in at the motel last night.
2: Oh, right.
1: The cops know who did it?
2: I'm not sure. I haven't spoken to Amber about it yet today.
1: I wouldn't worry about it. Probably a couple young punks trying to find stuff. Cameras, tourists always have those. They could be worth a bit. Or ghetto blasters, shit like that. Anything they can fence for a few bucks. Right. Colton's a sleepy little town. There's almost never any trouble out here. Most people don't even lock their doors at night, let alone hook up fancy security systems like they do in the city.
2: A guy smashed my motorcycle for no good reason the first night I was here.
1: Freddy Dillinger? guy's an asshole. One of the few in these parts, but even he's not usually that bad. You must have really pissed him off.
2: So you've never had any trouble yourself?
1: Nothing serious. Beat us a gun in this safe right here just as a precaution. Bought it after there were some incidents a few years back. Told me I could use it if I needed to, but I've never had a reason to take it out.
2: Incidents? What incidents?
1: Who the hell is calling at this hour? Hello, Peach Tree Services. We're closed for the night, but if you'd like to call back... Uh, yeah, he's here. One second. It's for you.
2: What? It can't be. No one knows I'm... I
1: think it's the girl. From the motel. Hello? Daniel?
0: Thank God I caught you.
2: Amber, what's going on?
0: Look, I wanted to warn you. Stay away from the motel. Something's going on. What do you mean? Um, the lights went out here about ten minutes ago, and I thought it was just a blackout, but then I saw... someone, um, standing near my car.
2: Oh shit. Who is it?
0: I can't see. Everything's pitch black out there. I thought it might be Mr. Hobbs, but whoever it is, they won't talk. They're just watching.
2: The phone is still working.
0: Yeah, obviously.
2: So, call through to Hobbs in the office.
0: I did. He's not answering. There's no one else here but me.
2: You need to get out of there.
0: With a guy standing right near my car? uh, That's not gonna work.
2: Okay, listen-
0: Daniel, I can take care of myself. I've got the 22 in my hand right now. I just wanted to let you know you should stay away. I'm coming. (sighs) Daniel!
1: Hey, everything okay, man? You can't take that truck! Hey, man!
0: I told you not to come here.
2: Hey, the lights are back on.
0: Yeah, everything came back about 30 seconds ago, just as you were driving up the road.
2: Where is he? The guy?
0: Yeah, no idea. By the time the lights came on, he was gone. Must have made a run for it when he heard the truck
2: coming. Did you find a way to get the power back?
0: No, I was sitting in my room the whole time. Hobbs?
2: Hey, Mr. Hobbs!
0: He's not here.
2: So how did the power start working again?
0: Must have been a blackout, I don't know.
2: I just drove through half the town. No one else lost power.
0: Well, there's only one answer then. It's the cops. What? Yeah. This is the next part of their plan to intimidate us. Screwing with the lights, sending someone to spook us.
2: Look, I... (sighs) We shouldn't hang around. Let's get out of here.
0: And go where?
2: Follow me in your car. I'll take the truck back to the office, and then we should go somewhere we're not alone.
0: You're not eating?
2: Not really in the mood.
0: Come on. You've been working all day, you should have something. Here, try this bread. Mrs. Carmody says it's the best bread for a hundred miles. You won't find a diner with better.
2: Well, when you put it that way. There you go. Thanks. How's the nerves?
0: Um, I'm still a little amped, but I'll survive.
2: Could you make out any details about the guy outside? Height? Build?
0: Nope. And you want to know the worst thing? My goddamn flashlight decided to pack it in at the exact same time. It wouldn't turn on.
2: God damn it. Hmm? Uh, nothing. Uh, this bread is just really good.
0: Yeah, right?
2: Best for a hundred miles.
0: Hey. I'm sorry about the way I acted last night. Ranting like that after my room got tossed. It's just that... After the trip up the mountain and and the thing with Jenny, I... Look, I took it out on you, and and that wasn't fair.
2: You don't have to apologize, Amber. I understand.
0: No, really. I was an asshole.
2: But then you introduced me to this bread and changed my life, so... Let's consider it even.
0: (laughs) It's that good, huh?
2: Not at all. I'm just trying to make you feel better.
0: Well, I appreciate that. So, um... What are we doing here, Daniel? In the diner. No, in Colton. We should get the hell out of here, shouldn't we?
2: You already know my opinion on that. That prowler really shook you up, huh?
0: Oh, I'm not scared. I'm too goddamn angry to be scared.
2: Amber, you don't have to put on this facade of invincibility. That shit you just went through, that would scare anyone.
0: (sighs) Okay, okay. It gave me the creeps a little, but that's not why I want to leave.
2: So, what is it?
0: I'm just starting to realize that I can't beat the people I'm up against. Whether it's the cops or whoever is behind it all. It's too big for me. Yeah. I mean, first someone ransacks my room, then they mess with the lights, and then they send prowlers in me? What next?
2: It can only get worse from here.
0: Ugh, this totally sucks. I can't believe these bastards are going to win.
2: The fight is never lost, as long as you're still on your feet. We just need to stay out of their reach until we can figure out a plan. If that means running in the short term, so be it.
0: Daniel? Are you okay? You've got that look again. Like, like you're going to dark places.
2: I, uh... I have a bad history with prowlers, that's all.
0: You had a break-in.
2: I don't usually talk about it.
0: Okay, it's okay. I I won't push you.
2: You know what I remember most about my dad? His hands. He had these huge fists like sledgehammers. He used to joke that he took so much punishment in his boxing days that they swelled up and never went back to normal again. But that wasn't true. He was born with those hands. And the weird thing is, he was so gentle with them. He could slice up an onion like a surgeon or patch a pair of jeans as neat as you like. But he didn't take shit either. He could be brutal. Not to me, but to anyone who tried to cross him. If that ever happened, he'd put him in their place. I never saw anyone get the better of him. And because of that, I always felt safe with him around. Like nothing could ever touch me. One night, someone broke into our house. It was late and dark, really dark. Dad woke me up and told me there was a prowler downstairs, but not to worry. He said I should call 911 while he went and took care of it. I made the call, but something went wrong. Downstairs, I heard Dad scream, and I never, ever heard him make a sound like that before. The terror in it. For a second, I couldn't believe it was happening. How could some random prowler get the best of my dad? So I went down to have a look. Couldn't see much in the darkness, but I could hear them crashing around. Dad must have realized he was in trouble because he told me to run. To get out the door. It was the only time in my life I ever heard fear. In his voice.
0: Oh, Daniel, that's... That's awful.
2: The way Dad sounded had scared me more than anything. So I did what he said. I ran. I opened the front door and tried to leave, but the prowler... He lunged at me, grabbed me by the leg. He was still struggling with Dad, but somehow he sunk his fingers into me. They were sharp like claws. The pain was white-hot and...
0: Hey... It's okay. It's okay. You can stop if you like.
2: When I look back at the Prowler, that was the first time. The first time I ever saw. What? A monster. Black eyes and scaly skin.
0: You mean a monster. figuratively, right?
2: Yeah, of course. What happened? Somehow, Dad managed to pull him off me. The two of them went at it again, and I got my ass out the door, fast. Ran to the neighbors and waited till the cops came. By then, it was too late, and... Your dad? He didn't make it. The prowler, he... beat him to death. Left him lying on the floor, and...
0: I am so sorry, Daniel. I... I had no idea. That is so terrible.
2: It was a long time ago.
0: Did they... Did they ever catch the prowler?
2: No. He got away.
0: It's a terrible thing. What happened to your dad. But... At least he was able to save you.
2: Yeah. He did. But the monsters in this world... They just keep coming. Keep finding me wherever I go. This belonged to my dad. I carry it everywhere with me. What is it? A bandana. In his later years, dad started thinning on top, so he wore this thing all the time to cover it up. Even to bed. I used to joke with him that he should start showering with it.
0: Can I take a look? Hmm. Just plain black.
2: He was a no-frills kind of guy.
0: I like it. Nice and simple.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he was wearing it that night and... Anyway, I like to keep it near. Helps me feel like he's still with me somehow.
0: That's a beautiful gesture. I'm sure he would appreciate it. Who took care of you after he was gone?
2: Went through a few foster homes, but never stayed long. I learned I had to take care of myself. Had to stay on the run.
0: On the run? From what?
3: Where the fuck is he? Oh, Oh, Oh,
0: shit. Is that your boss? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh.
3: Yeah, he looks pissed. Daniel! There you are, you little shit-stay! Pete, listen. Who the hell do you think you are stealing my truck like that?
2: I'm sorry, I just needed to borrow it for five minutes. I took it straight back to the office as soon as I was done.
3: Does that truck say Pete's Joyride Services Incorporated on the side, huh? No. No, it does not. So, why the hell would you go joyriding in it? There was an emergency. Oh, there was, huh? Well, I'm listening.
2: There was a blackout at, uh, Misty Pines.
3: The motor inn? Yeah. So you figured you'd steal my truck and do what, exactly?
2: Amber was there on her own in the dark and-
3: Oh, I get it now. You figured your girlfriend might be in danger of stubbing her goddamn toe, so you indulged in grand theft auto to save the day? Sounds reasonable.
2: Well, I do work for you, so in a way, that's a company car. The hell it is! Okay, Pete, I'm sorry. I made a bad call and shouldn't have done it. I overreacted.
0: Uh th- this is partly my fault, Pete. I called Daniel and was a little hysterical, made things out to be worse than they really were.
3: Maybe I should just ask Sheriff Barnes to drag both your asses off to a holding cell. You reported this to the cops? Uh no. Of course not. I handle my own shit, Daniel, but this whole situation is not cool. I took you under my wing and gave you work when you needed it, and this is how you repay me? Uh, I'm really sorry. It was dumb. I don't know what else to say.
2: It's all right.
3: At least you got her back to me in one piece. That's the main thing, I guess. But if you ever plant your ass on the driver's seat again... I won't. I promise.
2: Good. Pete, uh... Is there any chance we could settle up soon? I could really use the cash.
3: (laughs) Going from stealing my truck to demanding cash, huh? (laughs) Oh, the set of balls on this guy. Sorry. I usually wait until the end of the week to do payroll. Well, I'm not going to be here that long. You shooting through? When? As soon as I can. Well, it won't happen tonight, I can guarantee that. But if you want to drop over in the morning... I'll, uh... What the hell's going on over there? Oh, that's...
0: That's Mr. Hobbs from the motel.
3: That's quite the crowd he's gathered around him. <sighs> hey! What's going on? What's the gossip? Pete! Something's happened, I, and I... Well, I'm not sure I should say anything, given our present company. These two? Daniel and Amber? no it's just me he's looking
0: at it's just that i
3: don't feel right about this
0: oh my god can you people stop excluding me for one second is that too much to ask
3: yeah come on Hobbs, spit it out well the thing is there's been a discovery they found a body a body on the mountain
4: The Road of Shadows is created by Mark R. Healy. If you're looking to dig deeper into the show, I have good news for you. Over at Patreon, we're already dissecting the mysteries of Colton through exclusive character dossiers and concept art. Learn more about the characters and the lore, and get a head start on the story by hearing episodes a week early, ad-free. All of that and more is available now at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Check out more of my podcasts at theroadofshadows.com. The Road of Shadows, Season One, Stars: Hamish Plagimas, Marta de Silva, Rhiannon Marshall, Jimmy Yamaguchi, Trent Trachtenberg, Madeline Norton, Andres Echeverry, John Carver, Jay Silva, Ryan Page, Jason Cryer, Gavarock, Isabella Tugman, Jaron Bacat, Ryan Geiser, and Diana Helen Kennedy. The Road of Shadows is a Beyond the Dark production.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is I reporting. He's at the Lao Chang restaurant, Changchun, northeastern China. It's uh, spring 1997. Once it's started, I'll leave him in Ming's hands.
4: <laughs> That's a joke. Ming doesn't
0: have heads.
4: And what do you do, Exactly. Besides, dance with strangers.
0: I work for the postal service.
4: <laughs> you, you're a, a postman.
1: are right? Miss right? Cloutier,
4: what is it? It's just a bit strange. A letter for me from Hong Kong. And there's no stamp. I need stamps to write a dead person?
1: Yep, there's a cost. How much? A pound. A pound of flesh. A pound of you?
4: It seems like a lot. Lift up your shirt! What's that? Just pull this tube over your stomach! We are done! Yeah! This is gonna hurt!
0: What?
4: Nothing!
3: The best part is get
4: the very worst thing that could possibly happen. Sara, please write back. If your letter can find me here, then I think we have a lot to talk about. Saludos. Raul.
3: The Very Worst Thing That Could Possibly Happen. An audio drama in nine parts. Produced by Wolf at the Door Studios. Out now. For more information, please visit WLFDR.com.